0: Ducks, movies, and more. On this episode of Ducks, Movies, and More, today me and my friend Alex are talking about a comedy horror film called Killer Clowns from Outer Space, a cult classic from the 80s. The film came out in 1988, directed by and produced by the Kyoto Brothers, starring Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, John Allen Nelson. And John Vernon. I think this movie is hilarious and very unique with being a horror type film with funny scenes throughout the whole film. So without further ado, the 1988 film Killer Clowns from Outer Space. welcome everyone to another episode of ducks movies and more today we're going to be doing a comedy horror film killer clowns from outer space 1988 directed by the kyoto brothers i've got my good buddy on here alex today to talk about it what's up alex
1: hey how you doing duck
0: how's everything going on
1: oh you know here on the
0: All right, so the movie we're talking about today came out in 1988. Um, It was directed and produced by the Kyoto Brothers, Stephen, Charles, and Edward, uh, mostly known for uh, killer clowns in outer space, and uh, they've done a few other things. I know they've done work on a few other... uh, motion capture stuff i think they did a lot of the team america stuff didn't they
1: yes they did you know what? Uh, killer clowns was supposed to be a trilogy
0: well yeah they haven't even got to the sequel apparently they've been trying to make the sequel for the last what 30 something years
1: yes sir yes sir yes sir and i so if, if they would just it, i would donate for it just crowdfund it kyoto i would
0: donate it would be interesting. I know there was talk of it. I was reading, what, 2018. They actually thought they might actually be able to do it. But. Yes, sir. So, movie, like I said, the Kyoto Brothers, but it stars Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, John Allen Nelson, and John Vernon.
1: And, you know, John Vernon is actually a decorated actor. He's He's... He's a good actor. This is one of his best performances, in my opinion.
0: Some of them are somewhat known. I mean, especially for the '80s and '90s. I mean, Grant Kramer was. Uh, I know he had did uh, quite a few things. I think a lot of shows and stuff through. Yes. The '80s, '90s.
1: Yes, yes. Well, you know, I've, I've got a few years. Uh, you know, this 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 handsome voice that you all are hearing is back behind a really old man.
0: So, uh, I know, I wasn't even uh, thought of yet when this uh, movie came out. So, Grant Kramer, like I said, you know, I think he did some episodes of what Matlock, Baywatch, stuff like that. Yeah, yes, he did. Um, m- More recently, though, I actually seen... Have you seen the newer movie with Nick Cage, what, Willy's Wonderland? No, I haven't seen that one, buddy. He's, he's got a small part in it. A very, basically a cameo, but... Uh so even the more recent, he's actually still doing stuff. Uh and then you got Suzanne Snyder, which was also in Weird Science.
1: Yeah, she was. Uh and, and personally, um, uh, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful women alive. Well, I'm telling you, I used to be in love with her.
0: But yeah, and then you got so she's in weird science too. And she did quite a few big movies in small roles. I know she was in uh Fools rush in with uh, what Matthew Perry. Yeah,
1: she was.
0: So she's had a few good roles over the years. And then, like you said, John Vernon. He he was a big time actor. At least, probably even earlier than this movie came out.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yes. 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 No, he was well known by the time this movie came out. Uh, but you know, this is one of my favorite movies. Oh my god. You picked the perfect movie for me. It's like you must have known me for
0: years now or something to pick this movie. Yeah, we both know <laughs> I've known you for years. Yeah,
1: I know. I know, but hey, it's, it's, it's dramatic.
0: But no, he was actually, which I was looking him up and I didn't realize he he actually did, I don't know if he did more than one, but I know he did a movie with John Wayne, which that's, that's a pretty uh, good accomplishment on its own.
1: Well, you know, I'll just go ahead and let you know, Doug. You know, uh, cruise aside, buddy, it's an honor to be a part of your show. Thank you. I hope you explode one day.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have you on here, especially talking about something like this. It's interesting because there's not many, there's not many movies out there that can be considered, you know, like three different genres. You got a comedy, a science fiction, and a horror, horror. film all wrapped into one. Oh, yes.
1: And, and like I said, one of my favorite movies. Oh, my God. I love this movie.
0: So, I'm going to go ahead. Let's go ahead and open the movie. And then we'll go back and forth and talk about, you know, things you know, that Before pop we up. open the
1: movie, I got a question for you, Duck.
0: Yeah, what's up?
1: Exactly how, since I'm at the moon base, do I have a fire going?
0: I don't know. That's very interesting.
1: Well, we'll, well question we could throw out to your listeners hey everybody out there in la la land give us an answer how do i have a fire on the moon all right back
0: to you all right so when the movie first starts it opens up where it was the movie was actually filmed in california mostly but i think the in the actual film, it's depicted to be, I mean, just a fictional town that I'm aware of. But another cool fact about this movie is it's got, I know in Universal in Orlando, they've actually done scare zones during the Halloween time. They've done, I think, a couple years where they've kind of replicated this movie.
1: It's... Oh yeah. And you know, uh I can't remember what their name is but in the movie, but the old man and the dog, they've been in a bunch of movies together. Uh actually uh actually a kind of a more modern movie they're actually in together and I I can't off the top of my head think of their name. Uh you know, zero gravity and low oxygen, it's just not good for my memory.
0: But uh yeah, I'm trying to think of his uh, name. The Yeah, the, where the movie opens up with the older guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about.
1: Yes, yes. He's going to touch it. He's going to be like, you got my dog, and I'm going to get
0: you. Oh, uh, Royal Dano? I don't, I assume that's not how you pronounce it. But it's R-O-Y-A-L yeah. Last name D-A-N-O. Uh, yeah. but yeah, he's the one that plays old man. Yeah. Oh man. I uh,
1: man. they've been in a bunch of movies together. I'm going to look up another movie for you where they're in. I, I can't think of, I can think of it, but I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but yeah. I'll get you another
0: movie that they're in. All right. So the movie opens up, you know, you got your opening credits and it opens up to a police officer where he's at you know, kind of like a hot dog place, ice cream place. He's getting ready to get in his car, which that is actually uh the actor's John Vernon. Now the uh he's playing Curtis Mooney, which is kinda like an old hateful sheriff oh. deputy that
1: boy, they get him good, don't they? Well, I don't want to spoil
0: the movie. <laughs> so he's playing, you know, a sheriff's deputy kind of the old grouch um and then it pans to uh two younger people kind of up at like lookout point where everyone goes to you know make out and stuff so that goes to uh grant kramer who's playing mike tobacco yeah and uh what are their their names the scullery brothers (laughs) yeah and then so you got him and, uh, Debbie Stone, the character's name, uh, it's Suzanne Snyder that plays her, but so, oh, know so, uh, she's, you know, they're kind of making out, and then all of a sudden an ice cream truck rolls in with music, and a guy talking on, like, a modified speaker to make his voice <laughs> sounds different, and this is, uh, like, uh, favorite, the liquor stick. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely... Uh, the Kyoto Brothers definitely has a really different sense of humor. I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, it's... Because then you got the Scaleri Brothers, where, you know, they come up to lookout point, and then they basically booing them, telling them to leave, throwing crap at them. They're yeah, trying to get
1: them to throw up, but they're trying to sell ice cream, okay?
0: yeah they're they're trying to sell ice cream so then they 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 bought an ice cream truck trying to you know make
1: money like look where they know all the you know teenagers and college kids are at trying to make out trying to sell ice cream while everybody else is trying to get other stuff (laughs) they're trying to get hot not cool
0: (laughs) so yeah and then all of a sudden these two girls pop out of the back of their truck and I guess they were giving them uh, free ice cream. And then they got all mad and told them to take them home. So then the ice cream truck goes away. So then it goes back to, you got Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone just kind of laying in the back of the truck looking up at the stars. And then all of a sudden, just... Uh, Kind of like what looks like you would think would just be a meteor kind of crashes down, falls out of the sky, and then. Well, no, then it goes to your uh, old man scene, which, like you said, I love. He he played a really good character on that because What did he do? He investigates what he does because he wants to get rich. Yeah, because he's reading a book about Halley's Comet, so he see he sees it, you know, you know, fall in from the sky and he's gonna go investigate so he go grabs his lantern and a shovel which i (laughs) i guess he thinks he's actually gonna dig it up so he grabs his lantern takes his dog with him his character name is i guess farmer gene that's in, in the script that's uh all we get so i guess uh farmer gene so you know now he's going to uh investigate what's going on he comes upon a circus tent which really i think in real life if anyone ever came up upon what looked like something fell out of the sky and it was a big red and yellow uh circus tent i think you'd probably run the other way i know i sure i know i went (laughs) so then he's walking around this circus tent because he i guess he thinks the circus is in town so he, he wants to go see the circus so you know he goes oh, yeah. over to this circus tent and uh all of a sudden you see like a shadow which he doesn't see it but you see a shadow behind him of one of the of what looks like a clown you know kind of walking from the inside of the tent and then you see just a hole appear in the side which farmer gene doesn't see it but you see a and hole yeah they get his dog they they net his dog up you know he's looking for his dog He gets all mad and then he starts beating on the side of the circus tent about breaks his hand all right so now farmer gene got electrocuted and now one of the clowns shows up which i gotta admit for i mean for 1988 the the i'm like Claymation, everything else, like the costumes and stuff they did for these clowns was actually not half bad. Actually, this
1: was was, uh, all, you know, you know, actual suits and stuff. This ain't
0: Claymation. Yeah, I know, because they used suits. But I thought they, didn't they use Claymation in some of the scenes, though? I thought they did a little bit of that.
1: Only things that they did the Claymations for are, uh, the whole, uh, where he's doing the... I See, I can't I can't talk about it. I'll give the movie away. Where the claymation scenes are. You can tell where the claymation scenes are.
0: Yeah, but, so what I'm saying is, though, there is scenes with claymation. There are claymation scenes, but not right now. Alright, so now it goes to, you know, our grumpy, basically, of yeah, so, you know... Farmer Gene, it doesn't really show him getting, uh, killed by the clown, but we can assume that he does, um, so then it goes to your, you know, your old officer Mooney, where he brings in a couple, uh, I guess he would call juvenile delinquents,
1: college kids drinking
0: beer, yep, college kids drinking beer, so he brings them in to book them in the, uh, other officer on duty which is your one of your main characters for the movie he's playing uh, Dave Hansen but that's actually John Allen Nelson is the actor so then he's kind of arguing with Mooney you know telling them to you know kind of give the kids a break you know Mooney wants to go ahead and book them so that scene ends up just going to the point where he go ahead and books the kids and now we're going back to you know Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone.
1: Which, yeah, the thing about Debbie is Mike. See Debbie is uh D- Dave, ain't his name Dave?
0: Uh the cop, yeah, Dave. Yeah,
1: yeah. Debbie is Dave's ex-girlfriend. Woo wee. This is gonna be fun.
0: <laughs> well, you don't know that though. You don't you don't know that until we get a little further in. But oh, uh I just gave a sport. Ah, we're good. We're, we're going to give a lot of spoilers.
1: <laughs> That's why I love you, Doug.
0: You got Mike and Debbie, which... I wonder if there's anything on the background of what made them come up with Mike Tobacco. Because it's kind of just a funny, I guess, fictional, just run-of-the-mill name. Because the Kyoto Brothers, you know, they actually... I don't know which ones had you know, which roles, but they actually wrote this, too. So, I mean, just, this movie was solely wrote, wrote, produced, and directed by... And them. funded. So, it was actually funded by them, too. See, you, you just yeah. threw one in on me I didn't know about, so... I will say, we'll get back to walking through the scenes, but... So, one thing I was gonna say, though, is about the budget. I mean, the, the budget on this movie... Which in nineteen eighty eight was one point eight million. I mean well if you get online at some places say two million, some places say one point eight, but we'll go with one point eight.
1: And if you go with the uh national, you know, movie revenue standard, I'm not sure what it's the actual name of it is. Uh it's not a low budget movie. This um, is not, anything over a million dollars is not considered low budget.
0: Yeah. Well, the funny thing about this movie is, though. Well, in my opinion, that's still kind of, you know, it's still low budget compared.
1: This is a B movie from hell.
0: Yeah, compared <laughs> to like the funny thing is, though, how much money it made, though. I mean, oh, it, I know. it for the amount of money they put in it. I mean, they made a fortune. I mean, you oh, know, man. the the worldwide gross on it was forty three million. Can
1: you- what kind of a turnout is that 1.8 million 43 million return that's-
0: and, and that's not even factoring in i'm pretty sure from because that's looking off of uh, online but i'm pretty sure that's not factoring in inflation so oh yeah if you factor in inflation i mean that's pushing you know over 100 million dollars growth. Uh-
1: Oh, yeah, man, I'm telling you, this, it was, like I said, like I've repeated so many times, this is one of my, f- you picked a perfect movie for me to guest with you.
0: I love this movie. It's like I almost told you to get do this movie. Well, you kind of did, Alex, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they don't have to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I had seen this movie probably when I was a kid. uh. I
1: have this movie on VHS, I have this movie on DVD, I have this movie on Blu-ray, I bought this movie on, you know, Xfinity, so I can watch it anytime I want on my phone, uh, this is my favorite movie.
0: Yeah. But, uh, so, did you actually, do you remember when it came out, I mean, was this something you actually seen in the theaters, or probably not long after, or? I did
1: not see it in the theaters. Not long after, uh, I grew up really, really poor. I was uh, thirteen years old when this movie came out. Yeah. Uh, uh, I grew up really, really poor. I didn't. I didn't go out and see my first movie until, um, like nineteen ninety three. My first movie that I seen in the theaters uh, was Jurassic Park. And that was only because my brother took me to see it. He paid. Yeah. You know my brother, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He took me to go see Jurassic Park. That was the first movie i have seen in a theater.
0: So this was probably one that you eventually bought on VHS then?
1: I have owned this movie on VHS. I have seen this movie. I've owned this movie probably two or three times on VHS. Uh. I- Two or three different copies on Blu-ray and two or three copies on DVD. I've got a Spanish-language version of this movie.
0: (laughs) That's probably interesting watching it in Spanish. It is. So it it
1: makes it even more funny watching it in Spanish. Yeah. Because, you know, in my head I know what they're saying. So when they get on there and they're like, but I know what they're saying. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, but I remember seeing it as a kid, and then uh, I, you know, I watched it the other night for doing this. You know, I went and rewatched it, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just hilarious. I mean, I guess the reason why, especially for the time, I mean, it's it's listed as somewhat of a whore. I mean, if if it's titled as comedy horror slash, you know, science fiction. To me, it's not really... I just think it's hilarious. I mean, I want to...
1: It's a comedy movie
0: to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't really... I guess they titled it as horror just because of... You know... Because they're killing clowns. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're killing people in the movie. But it's so funny the way that they wrote it of how they kill the people. That's the funny part, because... Uh, is so hilarious of how they kill the different people which that goes into like all the kill scenes of the movie which is the majority of the movie once you get going in we haven't really got going in yet that's the, the so now we're going to the scene where uh your two main characters go and find uh, they go to where the circus tent is because they think it's a meteor or whatever so then they go And they see the circus tent. And then, uh, what's the girl's character's name? Debbie? Debbie, yeah.
1: Debbie and Danny Tobacco. No, Danny is, uh, the police officer's name, uh.
0: But, yeah, it's, uh, was it Mike Tobacco?
1: Yeah, Mike Tobacco and Danny, uh, is the police officer.
0: So, you got him and Debbie where they go up to this circus tent and Debbie's scared. She wants to leave. She don't want anything to do with it, but Mike talks her into it. They go up to this circus tent and they figure out a way inside, which, uh, farmer Jean couldn't figure out a way inside, but they did. Isn't it funny that, how that happens? They go in and then you go to, uh, these funky looking doors with a bunch of knobs on them. Kind of looks like they're walking through a fun house. That's, that's what it looks like. It it looks like they're walking through a fun house. And, uh, then they go through one of these doors. And it kind of goes out into what, I don't know how to describe it. How would you describe that scene where there's like a, kind of like a, electrical ball up in the air.
1: Uh, it's like a, uh, uh, hey, what's involved when you grab and your hair stands up?
0: Yeah, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, that's that's what it looks like. Um, so, then they go back through the door, and then they go out, and then they end up, they're gonna leave, but then, I, one of the clowns starts coming. They don't really know as clowns yet. They start, one of them starts coming down the hallway, so then they sneak off into another door. So they sneak off into another door. And go into what looks like, it's just cotton candy, just kind of like a cotton candy storage room. And it's got some yellow rubber balls. Bouncy balls. The big bouncy balls, and then... I mean, it's interesting. I would have liked to seen how they actually did all the sets on this because it's so, it's it's kind of elaborate for the amount of money they spent on it. I mean, it
1: it is very well produced. It is it is a very well
0: produced movie. Because then they had so it gets to the point where they're spotted by one of the clowns and he grabs his popcorn gun. Yes, I love the popcorn gun. So he grabs his popcorn, which I looked it up. That was actually the most expensive prop they had on the entire movie, was that popcorn gun. So he's chasing after him with his popcorn gun. And, uh, and his balloon dog. Uh, they haven't got, yeah, it ain't gotten to the balloon dog yet, but yeah, we're going to get to that. But so before he. Oh, I love the balloon dog. <laughs> before he chases after him with the popcorn gun. They figure out that all the cotton candy bundles are actual people,
1: he they the blood of them from a straw. Yeah. A wine-y straw.
0: No, well, no, that's actually a scene later on. They they haven't gotten to that scene, but uh, you know, they get spotted by the clown. He chases them out. He shoots them with this uh, popcorn gun, and then they get the they make a balloon dog. And the balloon dog, you know, starts tracking them, which is hilarious. It
1: is so um, I love it when he's like howling in the moon with it on the balloon.
0: I mean, it's, it's so funny. Everything about the movie is hilarious. I mean, you're cracking up through the whole thing. So they take off in the car and knock both of the clowns down. I don't think they actually killed any of them. Uh, No, they haven't done none yet. So they they knock them down and they're driving away and they're talking, you know, saying we need to go to the police, which, you know, the police ain't going to believe them. They're going to go and try. And then it it goes to an interesting scene where they just film a bunch of the clowns kind of walking towards Crescent Cove, which is where they were originally, you know, kind of like lookout point where everyone's making out. So it just shows about five or six clowns walking real slow towards Crescent Cove with uh the you know the normal creepy music which the music on this movie was actually made for this movie. Yes, it is. Um so it goes to that which I think it's funny how they wrote it where the way the clowns walk Cause they, you know, walk real slow, and so then it goes to uh, where they get to the police station, and then so they get Officer Dave, and they're trying to explain what's going on. Cause it, at this point, you actually figure out that Dave is uh, Debbie's ex-boyfriend. Once you start getting into the dialogue of the scene. And then it shows a clown kind of walking down the road. He walks into town, he's walking down the road, and he—it's—it's it's funny because they have their—they make him out to be somewhat pretty intelligent because yeah. he goes next to a drugstore where there's like one of those old gorillas, kind of animatronic gorillas outside the drugstore, which I think those were actually popular probably around this time, I think. The,
1: hard, the hardest core scene is where they're at, like, Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, and he's waving at
0: the kid to come outside. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll get to that scene. But, yeah, you're right. That's a very, uh, that was a very tense scene, really. Yes, oh. So now we're at where they're, you know, talking to Officer Dave, trying to, you know, Tell them what's going on, telling them the clowns are killing people.
1: And and Debbie, because Debbie knows him, she's trying to convince him of it, too.
0: Yeah. But then, of course, Officer Mooney is uh, not having it. I think he thinks they're all high. Yes. <laughs> but one thing we can talk about this movie, too, is... uh. If you look it up online, it, it basically says that the sequel's been in works for you know 34 years. I, yes. I guess they've been trying to get another one of these made all these years and just haven't been able to do it.
1: I'm telling you, if they would just please, my dudes,
0: crowdfund it. I'll donate. I love I love the killer clowns. So And we're still in this scene, you know, Officer Mooney is, uh, just saying that they're full of crap and, you know, everything else. And so, but Dave is somewhat, I I don't know if Dave believes it, but he's somewhat, he wants to go, you know, investigate it. So he gets in the car, you know, he puts Mike and Debbie in the car and then uh, they take off to go, uh, check on it but then then it works up into your first kill scene which you remember this scene alex where it's the puppet show yeah
1: so my favorite scene at the puppet show
0: yeah so this guy this random guy in the park walks up to this uh puppet show where i guess clown's putting on like a puppet show so he walks up and he starts watching this puppet puppet show yeah, Shadow, shadow puppet. puppet. No, no, we're not at that scene yet. It's not the Shadow Puppet. This is actually an actual puppet show. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. No, I know where you're
1: at. I know where you're at. Yeah, the, the
0: first scene is an actual puppet show. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know where you're at. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking
0: the wrong scene. I'm sorry. And then he pops up behind it with, you know, their weird, uh, I don't know. I guess you'd call them their phaser guns. where when it. It shoots them. It wraps them up into the cotton it, it, candy substance.
1: Yeah, I don't know what you would call
0: it. Your the cotton co- candy gun. Your cotton candy gun, I guess. And then it's so funny too. So after that, it goes to the drugstore scene, which let me see if I can look up the actual actor that plays that. But he doesn't even have much dialogue. You remember that where that one actor? Yes. He just like uh uh. You know, he, he's trying to tell the clowns, to, you know, not they're basically just ransacking his drugstore and he can't even say anything. And then he gets on the phone with uh, Officer the Mooney, but that, that doesn't do any good. Because Officer Mooney thinks that the whole town's getting in on what he thinks is a hoax. So that doesn't really do him much good so now we go to the scene where dave takes uh, debbie back home and he wants mike to go with them to go look for this circus tent so they drop debbie off and then can
1: we, can we get that awkward conversation new boyfriend ex-boyfriend
0: yeah and then they go look for the circus tent and of course the circus tent is completely it's gone yeah, there's a big hole in the ground, which is funny because Dave doesn't even like acknowledge that. There, there's there's no, a giant there's a giant hole in the ground, but the cop just thinks it's normal. Like he he doesn't yeah. even acknowledge the fact that there's a giant like crater in the middle of the in the middle of the woods. So then he thinks he says, you know mike i think he's just pulling my leg so he handcuffs him and then takes him back to the car and then it goes to one of my favorite like kill scenes is where <laughs> one of the clown one of the it's there's like tall clowns you know fat clowns they do all different all the clowns they make them look different but this one is you uh, remember the short one? Oh like, yeah he's the, the, short one. the short, stubby one. Yeah,
1: he's just
0: playing evil. So he rolls up on this biker bar in like this little tiny tri- kid's tricycle. <laughs> and one of the... With that, little, with that little bell on it. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, one of the bikers is uh messing with him. And, you know, he's like, can I ride your bike? And the clown just shakes his head. No. So the biker takes the bike and lifts it up and just smashes it to pieces.
1: That, that other guy, that other guy's like, gosh, should let him ride his bike.
0: Yeah. And then the clown kind of like jumps up, disappears. And then no, when no, he... no, 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 no. He starts crying
1: first. Yeah, you're right.
0: But then he comes back with boxing gloves.
1: Yeah, he jumps way high up in the air and comes back down.
0: Comes back with boxing gloves and then he's like, you know, kind of weaving Spinning back and in forth circles. in front of him. And then what are you going to do? Knock my block off? And then sure enough, the clown knocks his block off. Literally, I mean, knocks his head clean off. Yeah, and, everybody starts running. and then it goes to one of the creepiest scenes, I think. Just... 'Cause this is where it comes into play where you do realize you're watching a horror film. I mean oh,
1: yes. this I, is the worst I'm a parent. This is the worst scene for me.
0: I mean it to me it's a comedy, but this definitely goes into you realize it's it's horror when you see this scene because it you got a little girl at a burger place, I guess for a birthday party, and then one of the clowns is outside, like kind of like a glass window, and he starts motioning for the girl to come, you know, come outside. Yeah, he starts playing peekaboo
1: with her. Oh man, that's hardcore, man! That that tugs at my heart so bad.
0: Cause I don't know if you remember that, but it actually shows a glimpse. He's got like a big, uh, like a, uh, like a big mallet behind him. Yes. And he's holding it oh, really? behind his back. So you know if she gets close enough, he's going to hit her. But then at the last moment, she's like halfway outside. And the last moment, the, the mom pulls her back. And, then and that it,
1: clown is like, Ahh. he's pissed that he didn't get her.
0: And then it switches to uh, Dave and his cop car with Mike in the back. They come across Crescent Cove where all the people were, you know, hanging out and making out and stuff. And all the cars, you know, there's like a layer of fog from the cars being torn up, it looks like, like all the everyone's missing and all the cars, you know, look like they've gotten ransacked. Like
1: cotton candy all
0: over them. Yeah, well, it looks like cotton candy all over them. So Mike, uh, no, Dave goes in and investigates. And he sees, yeah, what looks like cotton candy all over the inside of this car and just a pair of glasses just laying on the seat. So at this point, he, you know, believes, you know, Mike and them of what's going on because he can obviously tell something happened there. Goes back to the drugstore scene. It, they used the drugstore scene like four or five times, and I don't know if they did that as kind of like a filler, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a filler scene.
0: I think they probably just used that so many times to fill out you know do cuts from here and there
1: well you know here on the moon base we give breaks every two hours to our aliens you know i have i have like 14 martians here they immigrated from uh jupiter to the moon and every two hours i give them a break to stop on the hydrogen mining that they're doing because i'm going to try to terraform the moon so that when the tacos stop being built on Earth, I can take over as the taco king of the universe. That's why I'm here at the moon base right now, making tacos. They're killer clowns from outer space. They've got to be from somewhere, Jupiter. Well, I'm I'm broadcasting from the moon.
0: Okay, so now it goes to the scene where... There's just a car driving down the road, and one of the clowns gets up next to it. But what's so funny is the clown's not even on a bike or anything. He's kind of just floating, floating on air.
1: Yeah, and look, the headlights are on his feet, it's so funny. And he starts ramming the car.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just floating in midair, and he starts ramming the car with basically nothing to ram it with. But I did look, though, what's funny about that scene, I looked it up, and it, the scene in which the car was thrown over the cliff was initially intended to be far more spectacular. The car was to fly over the cliff and crash down to the ground. Unfortunately, I guess the sling rope snapped because of effects. The crew members neglected to remove the stoppers from underneath the car's wheels. So they had a malfunction of somewhat on that. Yep. So the result was what you've seen in the film where the car, you know, slowly tumbles over the edge and becomes caught on a tree, which. It, yeah, that's
1: because, like, I, you know, we talked earlier, you know, there wasn't a lot of stop motion claymation in it. This was practical effects they they did the best they could with practical effects and it worked beautifully in my opinion it's it's you know nothing like CGI nowadays it's nothing for sh- like CGI but for you know what is it 34 years old now it's a wonderful movie
0: yeah i mean i i think it is too i mean i cuz that's one reason why i created this uh show is to t- you know to talk about I love film, just in aspects of that. Just talking about, you know, how they would have actually made the scenes and wrote it and everything else. Very interesting how they did, which was somewhat. I mean, it's a low budget for for what they did. I was reading that a lot of the budget just went to production cost. I mean, I think oh, a lot yeah. of the costumes and everything was made by the brothers. I don't even know if there was a lot of money in that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was you know low budget by today's standard you know we have multi hundreds of million dollar budgets now but uh it this is one of my favorite movies man this is this is in my top five favorite
0: well it's cool because in this movie there's very it's rare for a movie they spend a lot of time on this because like the clowns and visual effects were Basically created by the filmmakers. I mean, they they spent a lot of time. You know, this was kind of their baby, pretty much as a film.
1: This was this was their baby, and like I said, if if they can hear you, please crowdfund it. I will donate for uh, I'll donate for the next two for the trilogy. Let's get this trilogy made.
0: I mean, I would love to see a second one. I think. They've been trying, because if you look this movie up online, it actually says it's a film series, which is so yeah. funny because they never actually did a second one. So, oh. it's listed as a film series, but they never made it to that point. No, I wish they,
1: I hope they can hear you. I would I would, I would crowd fund it. I would donate to this. I love Killer Clowns.
0: So now back to, we're going back to the movie, but you got uh, Dave and Mike kind of have a scene in the car, you know, just kind of talking, but then it it gets to, I know, I'll I'll let you describe this one, because then it goes to your favorite scene with the shadow puppets. Oh, man, boy. So either way, they're
1: driving around in the cop car, but then he points. He's like, look, there's a clown right there. There's some people sitting at a bus stop, and a clown shows up, and he starts waving at them, you know, giggling and stuff, and the people are like, and he starts making little hand puppets, shadow puppets for the people. You know, he's got, like, George Washington on a boat, you know, a uh, uh, lady Bella, uh, belly dancing and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, he makes a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And all these people are like, wow. But then the Tyrannosaurus makes eyes turn red. And when the eyes turn red, he sleeps down and swallows all the people at once. And then the cop and Danny Tobacco are like, oh, my God. Oh. And they start. And he's like, what, what do I do? And he hits the gas pedal and he goes to ram him. But the. Clown jumps up way high up there and they crash into the wall. And at that point, he knows they're not lying. Something's up with the killer clowns.
0: Yeah, because he sees the clown at this. He sees them just, you know, eat all these people. Yeah, he
1: eats them all up with that dinosaur shadow puppet. That is so awesome.
0: It's just so funny, too. Because, like, can you imagine just how they shot all these scenes? Like, the extras in this movie probably had a ball. I would love to see how they made that shadow puppet
1: come off the wall to eat all those people. I would love how to see how they did that.
0: I mean, that just looks like such a cool scene. So then, you know, Dave, you know, the clown jumps up in the air at that point and just disappears. So Dave calls back to, uh, you know, old man Mooney. Mooney. Which doesn't believe him at all. He thinks the whole town, the whole town's been calling him. Oh, now, now he thinks Dave's a part of it. Yeah, he thinks everyone's in on it. He thinks it's a big hoax because the whole town's been calling him. I mean, everyone's been calling 911 over and over and over again. And he just quit answering it. And then it goes to your, uh, what, the Tarantian brothers? Is that what? Uh, the, Scolari brothers, I think. Scolari brothers, yeah.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: So, the Scoleri brothers, it goes to them, so Mike finds them and kind of joins up with them and tells them that they need to go, you know, get Debbie. Yeah. Which, of course, they don't believe him. I mean, no one's going to believe him, what's going on. But they, he he makes up some type of excuse, so they'll go with him.
1: He's got a roommate.
0: He's got two roommates. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So now we're going to where Mooney is actually getting in on the action cuz one of the clowns actually walks into the police station. And it is so funny cuz Mooney still thinks that it's it's all just a prank. And and one of the clowns walks in and then uh sprays Mooney with the one of the one of the water flower joke things and Mooney gets all mad and then cuffs the clown.
1: And hits him with his gun on the back of his head.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really do much.
1: Yeah, it hits him on the back of the head and his head spins around all the way back. He should have known something was up there.
0: And then it's so funny, too, because the way he, uh, kills him. It's like one of those things you use as a kid, like one of those, uh, it's a Marionette. No, they ain't gotten to that point. I'm talking about how he originally kills him with like the it's like a roll out, you know, you blow on it and it rolls out it's like a yes, yes, yes. Uh, like a
1: little roll-out hand, and it grabs it and
0: bangs him up against the bars. Yeah, so that that's how he originally kills him. Now the scene you're talking about, that's probably the most notable scene in the whole movie. Of, yes, it is. Of where the clown killed the guys in the cell and Dave comes and finds all this with all the cotton candy over the dead bodies and everything. Yes. And then Dave walks back in the other room and you got the clown using Mooney as a, a, a yeah, as a puppet. Like, and then, I mean, which is creepier than, I mean, to me, the movie I consider it a comedy, but it, it's more than a comedy because there's a lot of creep. I mean, it's it was meant to be, you know, horror. Well, it was horror for the time. You gotta, you gotta understand. This is
1: during the, you know, Nightmare Elm Street days. Yeah. Freddy Krueger was a comedian. If you look at the way he does his killings, Freddy Krueger toyed with people.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, yeah, if you look at it, those were kind of like somewhat of comedy slash... Horror.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Nightmare on Elm Street, they're, they're in the same category as this movie because they were, you know, he toyed with people. He, he, it was like a cat playing with a mouse.
0: So the creepy marionette scene where he's holding the... Well, he uses them kind of like a ventriloquist dummy, really. And he's, yeah, he's, ventriloquist dummy, yeah. Yeah, and he's holding them and he's talking through Mooney. So it's actually the only time in the whole movie that we actually hear anything from the clowns because the clowns don't, they can't really talk to the humans except make like random noises. So it's really the only point in the movie where you actually hear. The clown talk because he uses Mooney to talk through him. And he, you know, he says that he's gonna kill him, that he's gonna kill everybody. So then he throws Mooney to the side and he comes after Officer Dave, which Dave starts no, shooting No, no,
1: no, 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 no. He throws Mooney to the side and then he slaps the blood off his
0: hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where he was... Where he was holding Mooney, yeah. And then he comes at Officer Dave. And at this point, I think Dave shoots him like... Four or five times. Four or five times, which it's a typical movie because he's got a revolver. You know, he's only got six shots, and I think more than six gets shot. But... um, So, he comes at him, and then... in eventually he just i think he just randomly he shoots him in the nose and it kills him. It like does this weird thing where he spins it's around and around. he explodes pretty much. Yeah, he starts spinning around. He's like <careers> <tteokbokki> <sighs> which they put that in the movie um kind of like an homage to zombie movies because I know you know, you know in zombie movies you have, you know you kill the brain, you kill the zombie. So in this they kind of yeah. did, you know, you kill the nose, you kill the clown.
1: Which, you know, technically if I were to be dealing with something like that, I would shoot for the nose like that on a zombie clown anyways.
0: That should have been number 1 spot to shoot at. Yeah.
1: But I'm
0: not thinking like I was in a movie. So, Dave kills that one. First one that they've, anyone's actually killed. Um, and then, so he calls for help. I guess he gets, like, the state troopers or one of the other, uh, you know, law enforcement agencies close by and tells them they need help. Whether or not they believe him or not, sounds like they somewhat believe something's going on.
1: yeah. Uh, he's technically the only person to kill a clown in the movie. He he kills the the big clown too.
0: Yeah, at the end of it, they they kill one. Yeah, yeah
1: technically only two clowns get killed, and he kills both
0: of them. So now it goes to Mike and uh I keep forgetting those characters' names. Uh, uh,
1: like Danny or something
0: like that. Yeah, but the brothers, what are they called again? Like the Scaleri brothers. Yeah, the Scalari brothers. So they're driving around town, and they still don't believe Mike until they come across um, all these, like, there must be over ten clowns in this scene where they're walking down the road and just scooping all their cotton candy cocoons up, all these people that they wrapped in cotton candy.
1: They got a big vacuum that just, like, sucks them up. Yeah, it's
0: sucking them all up. So they take back off. They, let's get out of here, you know, they're in the ice cream truck, driving away. And then it goes to Debbie and probably yeah, one of the most notable, like, scary scene. I can't help just like I
1: said she was always one of the most beautiful women and when I was a kid oh my god I was in love with her and this shower scene just did it for me
0: well she was in a lot of stuff in the 80s right
1: yes but I'm just saying I, just this shower scene just did it for me when I was a kid oh my god boy
0: so she's you know in the bathroom she's already gotten uh that dress Actually, I don't even know if she ever got... No, well, I think she did, but she's back dressed now. But um, then these... I don't know what you call them. They're not really clowns. They're, they're,
1: they're the popcorn seed. The popcorn kernels grew into clowns. That's, that was the,
0: how they germinate. Yeah, but they're like snake clowns. Yeah. They're not... They're the little
1: popcorn polyps.
0: Yeah, so then they're like... Coming out of the sink and coming out of the trash can and coming out of okay. the bathtub. And it goes
1: back to, back in the earlier scene when uh, Debbie and Danny were running out of the spaceship earlier. They When they shot them with a popcorn gun, the popcorn seat, the popcorn got on her clothes. And that's where, and then they, they grew up, and when she took her clothes off to take a shower, they grew into her bathroom.
0: Well, yeah, that that's where the popcorn comes from. And then they turn into, like, those snake things. Yeah. But what's really funny on this, I thought I was laughing my ass off on this. Because what happens is, so she goes to the door. She's trying to leave. And then she opens up the door, and there's a clown standing there. She slams no, no, the door. No,
1: no, 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 no. no he, he knocks on the door. He's like, telegram.
0: Yeah. So she opens up the door, and then she slams the door on him. But then she goes. She tries to go out of the window, and this is the one of the funniest thing. When they wrote this movie, they must have been like laughing in the writing room on this because it's freaking hilarious how she opens up the window. And they had a
1: trampoline waiting
0: on her. Yeah, they had like a trampoline, like you know, kind of like what firefighters would do, waiting outside of the window for someone to jump. Yeah, that was, that was some funny stuff right there. So there's like six clowns standing around there you know, waiting on her. Just so hilarious. Yes. And then the other clown gets in the apartment, and then two more show up. So you got three clowns, and then they shoot her with the cotton candy gun, which I did not really a cotton candy gun. No, it, no, they didn't
1: do the cotton candy gun with her. They did the uh,
0: Ball. Yeah, like, so they put her in, like, this big bouncy ball. Yeah, they put her in this big bouncy ball, and then it goes to the ice cream truck with Mike and them, and uh, they're going they, to her house. They see them suck her up. Well, they don't see her. Yeah, they do. They see them suck her up because that's why they chase it. Yeah, but they don't suck her. They just tie the balloon. It's a balloon oh, yeah, that she's yeah. in. No, right. So they, they tie it to the back of, like, a clown car. And then they, they take off with her. So then uh, Mike and them in the ice cream truck are chasing after her. So they
1: thing
0: is, like, fast. Yeah, really fast clown car. And uh, the ice cream truck's chasing after, him. and then there's Dave in the cop car, so he turns on his lights and goes after the ice cream truck. Not sure what's going on, but... So then you got the ice cream... You don't know what's going on.
1: They're trying to make some money selling ice cream.
0: <laughs> They're entrepreneurs, man. You know how dry it is up here on the moon? If
1: I had an ice cream van on the moon, they would make they would make some bank up here on the moon. I'm just telling you. My so, little don't get days off.
0: Okay, so now we're at the part where Dave's driving the cop car behind the ice cream truck with, uh, what's the name of the twins again? I always forget their uh, names.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, the Scalari Blades. You come over to get my neck, my back, my poop, and my crack. <laughs> I love that scene. That is so funny. The cops wrecked me.
0: Yeah, they run right into them, rear end them. Uh well for some reason uh, the Scaleri brothers they like they stop. They they now, just now
1: did you notice there was real no real damage. Nothing nothing had any bums or anything like that.
0: They just made the radiator smoke.
1: Yeah, for some reason the radiator was smoking, but there was no damage, no nothing anywhere.
0: Well, it was like an you know, a nineteen eighty six, you know, Chevy Caprice, which was like solid is a rock. Yeah, the I used to, I used to rock a 1986 Chevy Caprice. Don't be talking about that. No, I love them. My dad had a Cutlass growing up. I mean, I love those cars. But what I'm saying is, is that. Yeah, that it's not like he was giving love. That was not. No, what love. I'm saying is, it's like given, a rock. You can't. Giving love is saying that was. A funny scene where there—it
1: was funny that there was no damage to anything, but somehow it was blown smoke. That's
0: what I'm saying is, though, even in real life, there there probably wouldn't be damage to that car because that car, all cars were solid like that back in the '80s. I mean, they're all you know made out of steel, ain't like now where you got you know fiberglass and everything else. So he hits them. Like Alex just said, you know, it didn't really do any damage except the radiator started smoking.
1: So For then, some reason.
0: yeah, so then he, I guess they took,
1: took the cap off or something. I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know.
0: That's probably what they did to film the scene, honestly. That they, they probably just took the cap off the radiator to film the scene. <laughs> uh, so then Dave gets in the ice cream truck. Well, first he grabs a shotgun. So he grabs a shotgun from the trunk of the cop car. He gets in the ice cream truck and then they continue going after him, which they figure out where they're going because you got this old amusement park. They're like, well, where else would they go? Yeah, they, 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 they are, are clowns. The yeah, I mean, this movie. I mean, yeah, they are clowns. So, you know, where else would they go? And, uh, so then they get ready to go to... So they're driving down the road. with the clown car's already way ahead of them, completely gone. It was a fast little thing.
1: Yeah, that thing was fucking flying.
0: Yeah, I mean, that thing was really flying. So now it goes to the amusement park where there's, like, this fun house. And you got, hands down, the funniest scene out of the whole movie, in my opinion. Oh, uh- were, there, were they smack the security guard with
1: the Yeah, the security guard. <laughs> yes,
0: that is so funny. Which, I was reading on that, and so, the security guard, well, first I'll talk through, actually, what's going on. So, the clown car pulls up, and they got the balloon, you know, stuck to the back with Debbie inside. And a clown gets out. And, uh, security guard's like, you know, we're closed. You can't be here! And all of a sudden, more clowns keep popping out of the car. Like this car is smaller than a smart car, and just more like four or yeah, like, five. Eight of them come out. Yeah, That's just funny. like they keep coming out. So it gets to three, four. So five of them total. And then all of a sudden, they're holding.
1: They're not regular clowns. They're pretty big.
0: Yeah. It's and, like no way they could fit in that. <laughs> so then they're <laughs> all crazy. holding they're all holding these pies. And I actually read when they did this scene. It was interesting how they did the scene because they said in order to keep, you know, the guy playing the security guard, I can't think of his name, but in order to keep him from, you know, actually getting hit with, you know, these tin pie pans, they set it up to where I guess they attached the pie pan to the clown's you know, glo- the hands and then oh, so yeah. when they threw it it just threw the the pie, like the actual what thing? yeah, the actual pans didn't actually hit them I think they made it look like they did, but in real life they didn't Um. so they throw all these pies at them and they're acid cream eyes. Yeah, they just they throw it all over him and they keep throwing them. And then he just he just falls to the ground and just starts to melt. You know, kind of like a, a creepy wizard of oz scene. I'm melting, I'm melting.
1: That is. It is a it is a homage to the wizard of oz. It really is. If you if you dig deeper in that scene, They'll tell you it's a homage to the Wizard of Oz. You hit it. And you were absolutely right. A nail on the head duck. That's an homage to the Wizard
0: of Oz. Which is really funny too cuz my favorite clown, your favorite clown too, the short stubby one. Oh, at yes. at the end he takes a cherry <laughs> and he sits it on top. So he puts the cherry on top of the sundae. <laughs> the, you know, the human melted Blood and guts Sunday,
1: skeleton and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, so it was kind of like an ice cream acid Sunday where it just destroys the security guard, and then they go into the fun house where the clown spaceship, I guess, is kind of like in the middle of it. So they like park their spaceship like in the fun house. So they're walking through the fun house, which. If there's killer clowns on the loose, I don't think I'd really want to be in a fun house with them. Yeah,
1: no. This would not be my first choice.
0: So they're walking around looking for them. Which is so funny, because only only Dave has the shotgun. I mean, it's so funny to me that they didn't think, well... You know, maybe I should give my other gun to someone else, or, you know, maybe I should have...
1: that makes no sense.
0: Maybe I should have, you know, grabbed a couple more shotguns from the station before I left, you know?
1: Danny, you weren't lying. Here, take this.
0: But, like, throughout the whole, the only one that has a gun is
1: Dave. Okay, spoiler alert. Plug, Plug your ears right now if you don't want a spoiler. Ironically, the shotgun doesn't
0: even play the scene at the end. No, you know, you're right. All
1: right, we can get back to it now, Doug.
0: Well, so they're going through this one door, but the. I always forget their name, the brothers. The Scalari. The Scalari brothers. They. There's like a trap door or something, so they fall. And they fall in this ball pit, <laughs> which these two, like, girl clowns, which is so hilarious. Yeah, because, yes, what...
1: like, they're breasticles. Yeah. I don't know if technical term, but their like, swell up. It is so funny.
0: So the Scolari brothers almost seem happy at this point, which is, I won't be happy, but... <laughs> yeah,
1: because they've been looking for women, well, women are whole... The
0: whole movie and then it so Dave and Mike they go in and they go to the original part that Mike and Debbie was in to begin with where like all the spaceship doors are so they go into one of the doors where he knows where the cotton candy room is so now they go back into the cotton candy room and compared to the way it was, like at the beginning of the movie, I mean, it's it's filled to the ceiling with these human cotton candy cocoons, just everywhere.
1: Yeah, they've got the whole town.
0: Yeah, the whole the whole town is dead and wrapped in all these cotton candy cocoons. So they they keep they're walking around looking for Debbie, um, because they see that there are these balloons here and there, so they're trying to find the one that she was in. In the middle of doing this, one of the clowns comes into the room, which this goes back to a scene you talked about, but we hadn't gotten there yet, but you got this fat, chubby clown that comes in, and he picks out one of these cotton candy cocoons, and he sticks a (laughs) crazy straw in it.
1: Yes, this is so
0: great. We start drinking their blood. Yeah, he's sucking the blood out of them with this crazy straw. Which is hilarious.
1: Yes. And that's when I realized that the killer clowns are here to eat
0: us! Yeah. Well, I think they kind of already knew that, though. Well, you knew it as a person watching the movie. I don't know. You're right. Like The characters themselves probably didn't necessarily know it. Um, so, and then it's so funny, because this, the the little stuff they add in it just makes it so hilarious, because he gets done, and he kind of burps, and then walks away, and then they find Debbie, so they're going around all these balloons, and they find Debbie, and then Dave, they can't figure out how to bust the balloon open, so Dave just shoots his pistol next to it, and pops Pops the balloon, which of course shooting his pistol, that's gonna warn them that they're there. So they they get Debbie, but then they know that they're there. So all these clowns start, you know, coming in, and then they go through a door, and they're running from the clowns, but then more clowns come around, and he already knows that shooting them in the nose kills him. So he's got one coming at him head-on, so he shoots that one in the uh, nose, and, you know, he just explodes, and then they're running away, and then they go down, like, this fireman's pole, but before that, he actually shoots another one, so, so far, he has actually shot three total. Yeah,
1: like I told you, he's the only person to ever kill
0: a... uh, Yeah, he's the only one in the movie to kill him, period. And then they're they're going through this fun house, chasing them. It's about two three minute scene of just them chasing them. Just funny because they bring out the balloon dog again.
1: That balloon dog is the best part. I, every time that balloon dog is a scene
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So they bring out the balloon dog. Then they go through this one tiny little fun house door, and then they. I guess he runs out of ammo anyway, so he's no, no, like, "No, no, no,
1: no!" That opens like another
0: door. Yeah, there's, there's like twenty doors, pretty much. Which well, that's pretty funny. So yeah, there's like twenty doors, and then they come out into this room, and there's like a shit ton of clowns, like you know, ten or fifteen of them.
1: Did you say the poop
0: word? Yeah. Oh, somebody's got a potty mouth. We're, I, I, we can cuss on here. It's just, you don't want to, I mean, you kind of go too far.
1: Now, now, if that word comes out of my mouth or your mouth, how is it too far if it comes out of my mouth?
0: It's the way you phrase it.
1: Like, when I say like things like, uh, uh, I'm not going to use those words because I've enjoyed this Section of the podcast,
0: so I'm not going to make us re-record it. Oh, I so, can edit it. Out. Either way, you just no different- gotta leave enough space in talking so I can edit it out.
1: I know. I'm just picking on you. I'm picking on you, duck.
0: All right. So all these clowns are surrounding them on like this pedestal thing, kind of like a I don't know, really know what it is, but. So then, all of a sudden, they're surrounded. They think they're going to, you know, they're going to get them. And then the Scaleri brothers come in, and the ice, yeah, they drive through the wall with the ice cream truck, and which is really funny, too, because you have to pay attention. They literally have lipstick marks all over their face from the... From the girl, the girl clown. So you can imagine that, uh, how they got away from them. Yeah. All the clowns start kind of like backing up away from them, and then you realize... No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. They, they start getting on the loud horn, and they're like, I'm Bongo, or something like that. And they start talking to him, like, he's like, tell them that they have to let him go.
0: Yeah, so that's why they, I guess... It, because there's a clown on top of the ice cream truck.
1: That's right. There's a clown on top. And they feed that other clown. Because the other clown's like, oh my gosh. Oh. Their mouths are all open. They're like, oh, he's talking.
0: And then this massive clown.
1: Drops th- down from the sky.
0: Yeah, they lower him from the ceiling. And,
1: and he's on strings.
0: Yeah, and then he just starts destroying the ice cream truck. And he throws the ice cream truck, and it lands, and then it blows up. Which I'm assuming that this is would be a claymation part, right? I'm assuming that's probably how they got the this scene. Part.
1: That is a claymation part.
0: Yeah. So you can
1: tell what you can tell where the claymation scenes are.
0: Yeah. Which the the big clown, I'm assuming that's probably all claymation. I I haven't actually looked that up, but. The actual, you know, the big clown at the end?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's actually a guy in a suit.
0: But the part where he throws the truck would be claymation, the, probably.
1: Yes, it's not claymation, but it's stop animation.
0: Yeah. So, then Dave's shooting at him, which doesn't really do much. And then their circus tent, there, which is their spaceship, they, they're they getting to where they're about to take off because all like the ropes holding the tent down starts popping up and retracting into it. And then he's shooting at the clown. He unloads it so all of his bullets are gone, and then he tries to reload, but the clown grabs him and kind of holds him up. Uh, He's
1: they, like oh, you got me I'm
0: gonna die. <laughs> yeah and then the circus tent starts spinning and it it takes off it's up out of the ground
1: like they getting ready to take
0: off yeah it's their ship so they, they, it, it's taking off getting into the sky which that scene was actually filmed at, you know an amusement park that scene was filmed at the santa cruz um boardwalk or the santa cruz uh pier
1: yeah it was santa cruz pier in my home state of california
0: so you you kind of get that backdrop when you see the ship take off in the background you know you see the roller coaster and you know all the rides and stuff
1: yep i've been on that pier before
0: so then we're going to the closing scene where it's so funny because he, so the clown's holding Dave and Dave grabs his badge and he takes it and he hits his nose with it and yeah he pops his nose it destroys the clown which in turn destroys the whole spaceship which I don't know if that's the premise of you know you kill the queen bee and it kills the rest of them maybe maybe that's what the uh, you know, they were going for on that when they wrote it, I guess. Yeah,
1: that's what, that's what I think, too, is you kill, the, you kill the leader, you kill them all.
0: Yeah. So, and then, so that, the whole spaceship blows up, but Dave somehow made it out, he got in the clown car. So the, the clown car falls back down to the ground, and he miraculously, you know, gets out of it without a scratch. And then the the brothers they made it out the Scalari brothers they made it into the clown car too. Yeah,
1: they got in the freezer.
0: Yeah, they they hid in the freezer the ice cream Chuck. That's how they survived the explosion. So they and got they ice,
1: survived, I don't
0: know. They got ice cream all over them.
1: And they got some uh, clown hoo hoo.
0: Yeah, yeah, they definitely did that. They had lipstick all over. Them. So, and then it's so funny because they look up with, and all this ice cream starts falling on them from the spaceship. And there's all kinds like
1: fireworks shooting up, and it doesn't make sense. I don't understand that part.
0: Yeah, there's there's a big fireworks show, where that's the comedy of the movie though. That's that's why the movie was so funny because it's just stupid stuff like that. Yeah, I don't
1: understand where
0: the fire rate came from. So that that's the ending scene. I mean, you you have where they get, you know, ice cream all over them when they're looking up, and then that that's how the movie ends. Yes. I mean, all in all, I mean, it's a very interesting movie. Because it's yeah, like science said, fiction, comedy, you know, and horror all mixed together.
1: Yeah, like I said, you know, earlier, you know, this is one of... My, top my top five favorite movies you've got to watch this movie this movie is amazing especially you have to consider what they had to work with at the time this movie is 34 years old now what they had to work with at the time this movie is amazing i i I can't i can't say enough about this movie
0: yeah, I really liked it. I'm glad we did this one. It's, it's definitely different. Because I like a lot of older movies. I mean, I've, I'm i such a huge movie person. I mean, I like even really old movies. But this one's unique. I feel like this one's very unique for not just the time period, but that's kind of how it became a cult classic.
1: That was my moon rover going across street, ascent, And this one, too. This is my moon rover, also
0: yeah don't don't forget everybody. Alex is on the moon while we were recording yeah. this,
1: yeah, yeah. those are moon lovers I've got patrolling to make sure that the Jupiterians don't revolt against me,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, i I know you love this movie for a long time, but
1: and that was me attacking the Jupiterians.
0: Which I'm just amazed at how much money it made. I think yeah, it,
1: you know, it. It would be good one day to uh, look up what is the actual conversion from 1988 to modern day. What? How much money did it actually make? It's got to be close to 100 million.
0: No, I already looked that up. Yeah, it converts to about a hundred and three million.
1: Oh, that's awesome! You did your research.
0: Yeah, it converts about a hundred and three million. Uh,
1: what does 1.8 million convert to?
0: Um, about four. Well, about 4.3.
1: So that's that's a that's a heck of a game. That's a that's a win.
0: Oh yeah. If you, if, if if I give you a,
1: a 4.3 million, you give me 100 million back. That's a win in my book.
0: Oh yeah. But, uh, this, I, we had a lot of fun with this one. I enjoyed it. I mean, I hope. Oh, I enjoyed
1: it, too. Uh, again, everybody, you know what? You know, if you want to join, uh, Duck's movie more, please subscribe. He's a great person. Uh, I've known Duck for, I don't know, five or six years now. I don't know.
0: Yeah, about Smoothie five more. years.
1: Yeah, five or six years, I've known Duck. He's a great guy. Uh, subscribe to his Channel he's great Look at this podcast up. It's worth it uh, Of course you know Look me up A&M Studios on YouTube uh, We're more of a video game channel It's me and my kids uh, But you know Hey shameless plug A&M Studios on YouTube Look us up Thank you, Duck. Thank you. I am more than happy to. I'm honored to oh, that you let me do this. I'm honored.
0: You're welcome. Thank you too. I I enjoyed doing it. Uh, hopefully, we can do it again soon. We'll get into another movie, maybe something yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, you
1: know, I'll, I'll I'll point the satellite at the Earth again, and you know, we'll beam from the moon base again.
0: Sounds and good. We'll
1: look, we'll look up something again, you know. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like every, you know, 36, 37 days before the satellites align, but you know,
0: we'll do this again. That sounds good. But, uh, in closing, if anyone listened to this and hasn't seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I mean, you've got a bunch of spoilers here, but, uh, you need to go watch it. It's 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 a pretty good
1: movie. Watch this movie. This is a must watch movie.
0: Pretty good movie.
1: Was it nineteen eighty
0: eight? Yeah, nineteen eighty eight, so Nineteen
1: eighty eight. Killer clowns of outer space. Duck's movie and more. Watch it. Subscribe. Duck is a great guy.
0: Okay, well
1: This, This is me, I'm Alex. Also known as Big A75 A&M Studios. YouTube, give us a look.
0: And this is Zach, a.k.a. The Duck. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.